can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Unless you come from another planet and you are not interested in sport at all, you will probably know that on uh, the 26th of December, the traditional Boxing Day test is played between Australia and anyone else who's visiting the country at the time. Uh, the big games are... Well, the big games are anyone that turns up. India, Pakistan, New Zealand... Uh, England, did I say England? Yeah, anyhow, who else? South oh, Africa. South Africa, of course. And um, you will know that a man who was synonymous with Australian cricket in Wisdom's top five of the best players ever to play our game of Test Cricket, cricket, and has a stand inaugurated and named after him, which uh, I and 10,000 other people went to the MCG to see his name put up on the stand. Um, you will know that uh, there's a big function coming up on the Boxing Day test. The Shane Warne stand has been inaugurated and I'm going to introduce Shane's son, Jackson, who is uh, going to... We're going to have a chat about the uh, great legacy that is being um, uh, inaugurated or started as a result of uh, the tremendous popularity that Shane had and anything he can do to help the nation as far as their health goes. Uh, you might, and I'm not going to embarrass him by asking him about his dad because it's probably still pretty emotional for him as it is for all of us, but suffice to say, when you hear him speak, you'll probably think it's Shane. He sounds more like Shane than Shane did, and uh, it's extraordinary. Uh, 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 Fortuitous that he does sound like Shane because uh, people would turn when they hear him speak and think, God almighty. Um, I've been to the MCG and see the hologram of Shane uh, come out and speak to people out in the locker rooms there and you think, my God, you could walk up and shake his hand. But you can't, of course. Uh, a must-see thing if you go to the MCG, which is uh, universally popular about across the world. If people are cricket devotees, come out and look at it. So I'm going to introduce uh, Jackson and um, I want to welcome you to You Cannot Be Serious. It's a, it's a, it's a bittersweet thing to uh, have to, to, to be able to mention about your dad and what we're, you and uh, a few others are trying to do for him and um, uh, unfortunately we have to speak about him. So welcome Jackson Warren. Thank you. Hello Sammy. Good morning everybody. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's... I know it's a sad times to be talking about dad, but it's also a positive, you know. We're getting to to celebrate his life and we're having, you know, one of the biggest days ever in or for our family and yes. in Australian cricket by having And the public his, and the public Australian sporting sporting public. Yeah, by, by being able to celebrate the Shameworn legacy at what he called his backyard or his office. Yep. And he probably thought his legacy was going down as arguably the greatest ever Australian cricketer, the cricket best leg spinner but a sort of transcended sport again and announced to save lives, which I think he would be so honoured with and I know for a fact he would not miss it for anything. You are spot on now and I know it's only just the 4th of uh, March, 
2022. It's um, pretty immediate, but anyhow, as, as we've uh, that old cliche, uh, times go on, and we just have to uh, just have to get on with it. So, whose idea was it, Jackson, to um, start this legacy, uh, the Shane Warren Legacy Heart Test? Tell us how it works, what's the idea of it, and how it's going to be implemented, if you can. I've got all the notes here, but I'll <laughs> let you have a crack at it of first. Of course, of course. I'll try my best. Yeah. So this originally started, the idea would have been early last year, just after we obviously got the phone call in the news, and one of our first instinct was, and I don't want to take any of the credit for it as well, because there's lots of work from Helen, Helen, yep, Helen Neo, James, Gareth. There's a lot of people behind the scenes that don't usually... You see in the media or in the paper, but yeah. they're the ones that are working, you know, 24-7, Monday to Sunday, phone calls, emails, yep. contracts. They're doing all of, the, all of the hardest work, in my opinion, and I think Dad would be just so happy to see that his team, that he would work with for 20-plus years, that he trusted, because you know how loyal he was with his team. He was, he was always with the same people that now that they're carrying on his legacy and me, Brook and Summer, and the family get to be the ambassadors for it. Yeah. It's uh, just unbelievable. I should have mentioned Brooke and Summer. They're an integral part yeah. of this as well. They're of the course. other his daughters. Um, uh, uh, so the team sat round um, at some stage and said, "We must continue um, the legacy. Not Shane as the cricketer, but make it make the fact that he was universally a star into something that uh, transcends into the health of the public." Because uh, doesn't matter how he well it doesn't matter how he he died but uh, it was obviously a health problem so that's how most people die unless they're in a car accident um, so you thought well we'll the, the team will sit around and try and devise something that will be a genuine lasting contribution to the Australian public sporting public public at large exactly and you're right it's such a disease that's killing so many people a cardiovascular disease and we thought well. We don't want anyone else to get the phone call that we receive. So how do we turn what was such a negative thing in our lives into a positive and try and save lives while we do it? And that's, we, that's why we sort of came with the idea to partner with people that can help with checking your hearts and doing your heart tests. Because we know, especially last year, how many people, when they heard the news, they went, I can't believe that's happened to Daddy. I looked at him as a superhero like I did. I looked at him as a superhero or Superman. He was invincible. Nothing could happen to him. So when something like this happens to him, it sort of puts into perspective that this could happen to anybody. And so we just wanted to make sure that if it is possible to get a test that might save your life, whether it be for another six months, a year, two years, we want to be able to help people do that. So Jackson, um, he, his number was 23. So uh, as a follow-on from the, uh, the, those two uh, figures, 23... If, you'll correct me if any of this is not correct, uh, incorrect... Uh, the idea was to test 23,000 people a By day the end of the year. Of, pardon? By the end of the year. Yes, in, in yeah. a week. So in the next two, two weeks. weeks. That's so right, the next 20. two weeks. So as they come to the cricket, yep. you There's have to turn... There's going to have stations where you can go and you... Test your heart by putting your, and it tells you your pulse and your. Oh, I told you, yeah. Holo, holo, yeah. It tells you the bloody your star signs if you want. <laughs> I think. And you, the idea was this euphemistic figure of twenty three thousand, maybe a day, or for the test. Yep. 
Yeah, so the goal is by the end of the year to have 23 heart tests yes. for all Australians all around Australia because there's going to be 23 machines at the MCG and we're hoping for a few thousand a day at the G, but yes. then we're also hoping all around Australia combined would have over 23,000 total. Have you, so do you know how many you've done so far? I'm not sure how, far, uh, how many so far because we only launched yesterday where the locations were. And ah, how, long so would, how long would a test take? Four minutes. Yeah, so it's a, okay. the test actually takes four minutes and it's a non-invasive test, so you don't have to take your clothes off. They don't take any of your blood. You grip these two handlebars. Yep. You stand up first, yep. so it takes your height and your weight. You grip these two handlebars and then you get this compression sleeve around your bicep, around your arm, and then it tracks your BMI, your blood pressure, your heart rate, cholesterol, checks all these things that you can get when you download the app on SISU actually tell you exactly what you need to change what you need to start doing more whether it be walking stop eating you know lots of red meat junk lose a little bit of weight it tells you all these things because a cardiovascular disease is actually one of the most preventable in the world because it's yes it happens in your genetics but it can actually come back to your lifestyle and your habits so so sue stanley is uh, you're across uh, a lot of this and we've had a discussion about what these tests involve and uh, You've been um, familiar with um, the testing machines, I think, or you've gone into it a bit, have you? Not? Yeah, even, even though they're just very simple tests, I think it's a simple test that probably would be able to pick up something. And I think the word prevention is better than cure, uh, or, else, or else the ultimate is not, yeah. not the good thing. So prevention, so if you do get the elevated, whether it be high blood pressure or um, high cholesterol, it's actually taking control of your own health in having to do something about it. And I'm, I just went onto the website, which is the Shane, War- Shane Warren Legacy website, and you actually put in your postcode of where you are and it actually comes up with, obviously, a pharmacy. So if you can't get to the MCG, exactly. there are obviously others. Like there's two in, uh, obviously, you've done a deal with Priceline yep. Pharmacy. Yep. In, uh, in Burke Street uh, in West and also in the Burke Street Mall. So that's fantastic. Yeah. So anyone, are they all around Victoria yeah, so, currently? Yeah, so it's all around Victoria at the moment and it's all around Australia. They're oh, wow. in mostly price lines, but they can be sort of anywhere. Yep. But that's why when you go on the Shame on Legacy website, you can actually type in your postcode and it'll tell you what the closest one is. And if, ever, if you so, do get elevated or something does yeah, come so back, then do something about it. Exactly. So what SISU have been saying is they say own your numbers yep. and it's sort of about being accountable because the numbers don't lie so when you do this test and if anything's sort of in the red or something that's really urgent that needs to get changed they actually have the power to recommend you to get another test which will take a bit of your blood or recommend uh, recommend you straight to a hospital or to your gp to actually get a further test which will then help you tell you exactly what it is and it's kind of the naive people that won't go to the doctors of course, maybe those of men course. who don't go to the doctors so yeah. they're, they're, you know even on the outs is it on the outskirts of the mcg or is it inside it'll be inside it'll be inside so yep. obviously you have to go to the test and get yeah, it done so buy your ticket get in there and yeah. you know, even if there's a cure or anything come back later but get checked because of course obviously if you can find out something prevention is better and than that's cure. and that's what it is because we we can't say for sure what would have happened if dad got this test but at least he would have been more aware of what was happening inside of his body and then it could be up to him to make the change or go see a hospital to but at least he would know and that's all we want to do because we can't say yes this will you know a hundred we just want to try and give as much awareness possible and give it to everybody for free for a non-invasive test because we know australians don't look after all we look after our health but we don't get our hearts well, checked enough yeah, true. very very important you mentioned that because we should put the, uh, uh, the d- not the disclaimer in, but you said we're not trying. To, you, the team, are not trying to uh, claim that they're health professionals. All and it says 
that the diagnostic service is not a replacement for professional medical advice. The information we present is for personal information purposes only with the aim of increasing awareness of personal health. So no one's claiming to be uh, medical doctors of this. We're just giving a, they, the team, the legacy is just giving people the benefit of going and getting checked. And if they want to do something with the result, that's up to them. But you're providing the uh, facility to do it. Yeah, we just want to be able to provide to Australians all around the country the access to actually have the test because up until now if I was wondering what would a heart test include I'd probably be thinking I have to take my clothes off I'd have to check my heart rate maybe take a bit of my blood I'd actually honestly have no idea what it would involve so we're just trying to give Australians the peace of mind to tell them that it's a non-invasive free four-minute heart test and literally it could save your life or even if you don't get a test because you might be young and healthy or You've already got one before, at least you can recommend to your friends or to your family because there's lots of people nowadays walking around with cardiovascular diseases that they are not aware of. So we're going to um, put this on um, You Cannot Be Serious um, podcast. We're, we're going to do it um, probably on... Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whenever. Next Just couple so of days. it's immediate and people's... Um, uh, we have quite a lot of people listen to this. Uh, uh, we'll do it before Boxing Day test. We'll certainly do it before yeah. then. No, we'll give people... So that's how we're just doing a bit of promotion for it. How uh, the, the media is launching it or have they launched it? As, uh, yeah, so we've sort that? of been drip-feeding it over the last two yes. or three weeks and I think it was just over two weeks ago or maybe three weeks ago now that we launched what the Shamewell Legacy was going to be about. And we went to the MCG and we were sort of envisioning what we're going to be able to do there. And it's sort of, it's all happening a lot in the last three weeks. But then at two weeks ago, we announced that it's going to be for free heart tests for Australians. And then yesterday we announced where you can get them. And we've sort of been demonstrating what the tests involved, who our partners are. And then our, we sort of announced our first initiative is going to be at the MCG. And I think Dad would be so happy to know that what he conquered you know, at the G and all of his achievements he achieved there that now, you know, nearly 15, 16 years later, at that same place he got all these achievements, he's going to be saving lives. And I presume that the medical profession have been... I couldn't think of a reason why they wouldn't be behind this because uh, they've been right behind it and have complimentary yeah. of what you're doing. Yeah, we've got full support of all yep. the media and Channel 7, Cricket Australia, all these people yep. that are just helping boost the awareness of the Shameful Legacy is helping Australia save lives. And within, it says here, within 12 months, you're hoping to have tested half a million people. Yeah, so I'm sure, like you, Sammy, you can probably hear Dad saying, come on, mate, we can bump up those numbers. So yep. this year... Have a crack. In, have is, a crack, find a cool. way, not give up. So he'd be saying yep. all those things. So that's why our goal, we wanted to be to get 23,000 this year because we know it's, it's just under a month to do that. But then next year, we want to try and get around 500,000 and the year after a million. So, so since you started this campaign of obviously getting checks uh, since your father passed, yeah. I know four people that categorically said to me that they had actually gone and got health checked uh, with their heart and everything, yep. and four of them all had blockages within their heart. As a result of as passing, a, yep. yeah, going mm-hmm. to see, uh, going actively, they never would have done it, and four yeah. of them, those four people are here today. 
exactly because of that. And I think that's the importance of what some people just don't understand is that we don't we we know how we look on the outside. We 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 can yeah. you know look and see how our muscles and put our <laughs> biceps bigger, but we don't know what's happening. It doesn't matter how fit, how old, or anything you are. What's happening on the inside? So I think the importance, and I think it's a great initiative and great campaign that everyone should yeah. be going out there and getting checked. No, thank you. And I've heard so many stories like that, especially when they heard the news, they went and got tested, now they're alive. And that's why there's an increase of Australians getting their hearts checked by 62% last year when they found out the news. And then they actually called it the Shane Warne halo effect because so many people last year would go into a hospital or to their GP or get a heart test somewhere. So why are you here today? And they went, well, I've heard of Shane Warne passed away with a heart attack. I would like to get my heart checked. And I can't tell you how many messages I get every single day saying, because of your dad, I'm alive. Absolutely. Um, so uh, you're very well versed in it all and you've got all the right stats and answers to give. Um, I suppose it's a, a bit of a trial for you because you're the, you're, the, you're the person they want to speak to. You're Shane's son and you've got to go to the promotions and speak about it. It must be just... I know you you love doing it because it's a it's a it's a cause that you want to be involved in. Must be a bit hard for you to just keep speaking about it, I suppose. Although you've you just you're a very confident, articulate young man. Great credit, and Thank so you. is Brooke and Summer to your mum and dad. Uh, but it must be bit hard uh, you must be weary mentally when you get home and think oh i've got to, got to do it again oh, yeah I've really got to do it again but i've got to speak about I think he's trying to dear say old dad do you like it <laughs> yeah no i know i know what you're trying to say and i think everything sort of changed for me it sort of changed twice obviously it changed after the state memorial because last year in march we were just doing so much work for that state memorial and public speaking and interviews and media that i sort of got after the State Memorial, really comfortable talking about Dad yeah. and being comfortable talking about on camera and talking about him. And it doesn't really make me emotional anymore because I'm really, really proud of him. And it's only been a testament to how hard he worked and how successful he was that over the last two years, how much has happened to people to honour him. You know, the Shane Warne stand, the stuff that happened all around the world to honour him. And so the second part of what changed when I was talking about him was this legacy it's sort of, I'll always keep talking about Dad forever, but since the legacy's been launched, it's sort of given me a purpose to why I'm talking about him because why I'm talking about him is to save lives, to not let Australia get, uh, get the same phone call we got and to help people. Like, you guys know how much Dad always wanted to help people and that's literally all he did. He did. He just was always helping people. And I've, uh, over the 30, 40 years I've been in the media and 25 years in the footy show, I've done a lot of things and been to a lot of events, but that that memorial thing at the MC, thing, that event at the MCG, hosted so well by Eddie Maguire um, on that tribute day, was went around the world to about two and a half billion people. Yeah. Uh, was extraordinary, one of the great memories of um, my uh, very uh, sombre, pissy little life. That was fantastic. And... Uh, yeah, so have you? I presume you've obviously seen the hologram at the MCG. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah, saw. I know, yeah. I'm pretty sure we saw the hologram it's as a family. That would have been tough. That. Yeah, it was. I think that was probably one of the hardest things we had to do last year because it was, especially for Brooke and Summer. I'm a bit different because I like I. As soon as I finished school, I well, I was always living with Dad, but I, I sort of got all of his toughness from him and 
I was always really resilient and I was just really strong. So when I get put in those situations, I sort of already know how to act and I can Mm. deal with it a little bit better. But when we saw the hologram, it was all like, it's we just so wanted, real, we just wanted to get up there and yeah. give him a hug. Like it was yeah. so accurate. Yeah. His mannerisms are the yeah. exact same. How he speaks yeah. was the was the exact same. It was literally just like yeah. seeing you him, speak and you just exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing, Barbers. <laughs> thank you, Sammy. Wasn't looking at you. Thank you, Sammy. And I tell you yeah. what, you have uh, even taken over for him. I don't think we'll mention what the make of the car is, but <laughs> it's sitting out the front here, and um, yeah. I saw him. Uh, Having that car tricked up a little, just a little, um, little facial, uh, facial yeah. stuff put on it. <laughs> the, a panel beater, I won't mention his name either. Yes. But you've taken over that. And uh, if uh, you drive thank it you, anything like he does, um, uh, it probably wouldn't be sitting there, it'd be impounded. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> no, it's fantastic. And yeah. it's, it's good that you can enjoy the spoils of what uh, just what your dad meant. Yeah. That it is. And uh, I, not, I was down at the. Oh, I was down at the Capitol the other day. The first time I've been, I had to go down there for a reason, the golf club, and as soon as I drove in the gates, I, I just the memories of that, just going in there, the only times I played there was with... I, you, I might make myself emotional, let alone talk to you, I'll yeah. make you emotional. Uh, it's just, That's okay. Uh, it's just amazing. Uh, um, yeah. Is there any... What else can we say about this... Um, I don't want to ask you about... Uh, I'm going to ask you about... Uh, ask whatever you people, want. Ask whatever you want. They, people in the street must uh, that you meet and from all over the world... I don't know where you've been out of Australia <laughs> since uh, your dad passed, but people must just embrace you, mate. They yeah. must just say the amount of condolences and greetings they give you must be yeah. overwhelming. I get a lot of hugs from... Uh, ladies or females like around there in between their 40s and 60s like lots of mums that just really just when they see me they're like oh Jackson I just I really want to give you a hug either because they've lost their partner to a heart attack or they lost their mum or their dad from a heart attack like it happens so often that they just feel like they've grown really close to me over the last 18 months and I've been trying to think about it for a long time because dad always used to say to me he's like oh how do, they, how do these people feel like they just know me when I don't yeah. know them, but they feel like they know me? And I'm like, Dad, it's because they grew up with you. They saw you when you were 19, 20, 21 years old, you know, overweight, chubby, and then they see you being a full-on parent to three kids, a great father, great athlete, just doing all these amazing things. So they saw you go through life. And then that's sort of how I'm thinking about these people. They must have seen me when I was really young or I was born, and they've sort of seen me develop into a a young man, if that's what you want to call me, and they just feel like they know me, so they just want to talk to me and say, look, your dad was a legend, and because of him, you know, I do X, Y, Z. And your mum must be p- very proud of your three of you two as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Shane, like, things don't work out sometimes, but uh, she must be extremely proud of you as well. And yeah, and keep it's... Keep in contact with her. Yeah, her. Like yep. I talk to mum every day and yep. she sort of gets forgotten about in all of this, but Simone. she was a, she was a yep. big part of this, my mum as well, and she has been there for us since day dot. And she's just been there always for us, yep. making sure we're always okay. But there's... Obviously, it's sad what's happened, but this has just brought everyone together yep. and it's sad that this is what had to happen for us to come closer but you know even extended family sisters like we're all a really really tight unit because of this and i think that's one thing that when someone passes it brings everybody together and your granddad and grandmum yes they say keith says yeah. to say hello yeah good on him and yeah. nanny bridge yeah 
when you were growing up, you only knew dad as dad. At what, yep. what stage did you think that this guy's a pretty much a superstar? <laughs> like, was there a moment in life when you just sort of thought, yeah, wow. no, Well, I always knew, like even since I was little, that he was like somebody because everywhere we'd go, there'd either be people asking for autographs or photos or it'd always be getting out of like a restaurant or a hotel and getting, you know, the best service possible from them or always making room if there was a restaurant was full or something. Yeah, always. I knew we were being treated really, really well. But Dad always taught me, like, to always be humble, never show off, just don't do any of that stuff, just say thank you, always have manners, say please, be respectful. And I think as I started getting older and started going to school, when people would come to school say, oh, can you get your dad to sign this autograph or school teacher saying, oh, can you, you know, ask your dad to sign this shirt for me or this hat? So I sort of, as I got older, was more aware, but it's, it wasn't really till, you know, 13, 14, 15 years old that you actually are aware of how big he was yeah. and it sort of wasn't till the internet where... And the benefits that you got from, you know, yeah, knowing the be- all the superstars exactly. and seeing them. And well, it's like, for example, being able to call, and I, like I hate name dropping, but we were just in Coldplay for the Perth concert. Ah, well, and I it's was over like there. How, yeah, I was and over just there when they were playing. Oh, did you go? At, uh, James Brayshaw's wedding. Yes. And we were on Rocknest Island trying to get the ferry out when oh, Coldplay, yeah. we couldn't get there in time. <laughs> I had a ticket to go. Yeah. And I know that people who, uh, I know that people went and said that the chap who, I can't think of his name. Chris called, Martin. Chris Martin yep. mentioned, sang a song about Shane. Yeah. And how, how, how spine tingling must that be yeah. around the world that people do that? And I, I've said often, uh, he's revered around all the cricket playing countries in the world and there's not many of them that don't besides Russia and maybe America <laughs> and uh, not many others um, yeah. uh, maybe the Baltic states I don't know <laughs> but uh, how to be revered and have things yeah. the famous entertainers sing about you and all it must be just spine tingling yeah and it's like there's there's so many moments that have happened over the last two years that people you just don't even could comprehend that knew who dad was or knew what he was successful in that just reached out or sent flowers but Going back to the Coldplay concert, like being able to call Chris a friend and that's just because of how candid Dad and Chris met and how their relationship developed. And I, I know how it developed. I, uh, yes, in a lift. I, and yes. yes, I know. A lot of good stories about how yeah. that uh, developed. Please tell. <laughs> no, yes. no, no, no. <laughs> but that was like being able to call Chris a friend because I remember the first year that we ever brought a real Christmas tree was actually when Chris took us Christmas tree shopping in 2016 and dad was always like come on mate no we just want a fake one with the big fake snow it doesn't smell doesn't leave mess and then Chris was like come on mate you need a real one so then we end up going Christmas shopping for a Christmas tree and it was was just that was in Brighton on the Peen Highway we just we just rocked up to some corner Christmas tree shop there and they just were like what what (laughs) and we bought a Christmas tree and it's just it was just to show like how cool and unique their friendship was and how it developed and it was just so genuine and they just loved each other so much that out of the Chris's heart he wanted to write and sing a song for him and I was trying to think back to like I think artists and singers sort of give us a glimpse into their life by their songs like you know a lot of singers are singing songs about what they've gone through or what they're going through or their stories and for Chris to be able to sing a song that was so personal and intimate it sort of gave us a glimpse to Australians and people around the world into their relationship and yeah it's just a testament to how hard dad worked and how relatable he was like he was always being able to talk to me and I saw it I saw it all the time 
where we'd be talking to either politicians, captains, uh, all these elite people, but he could still speak to the people in the smokers at Crown at 2am. <laughs> he so could still diverse. speak to the Uber... Yeah, diverse. He could still speak to the Uber drivers and he'd be yeah. speaking in the exact same way, in the yeah. exact same time, with the exact same mannerisms. And then I think that's why everyone could relate to him because he was just a human being. And uh, just in case people got the wrong idea about I could uh, know a couple of things about Chris Martin and that's had no, uh, people often ask me, often ask me and they say about Eddie Maguire, did he take drugs? I said, I'll tell you, uh, he never took drugs. He never drank to excess. He never did any antisocial things that uh, would get you into trouble. And uh, uh, so... Um, yeah, lots. So, no, I'd say, in case you think I'm alluding to any of that sort no, of stuff, I, that's I, absolutely not. And yeah, no, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about because yeah. so many people thought, wow, Shane Warne, mm. beers, what party, whatever. Yeah. But it actually could not be more wrong. No. Like, he was so anti-drug. He was. Like, it didn't really want me to drink till I was 18. Like, he really wanted the best for me and was so anti all of that. And there'd be so many times and he'd give me so many examples of friends he knew that didn't, that's, and he would be like, that is a good example and that's the exact reason yep. why I never no, want I you to do it. He was so anti, anti, anti that all the time. So we've got, we've got, uh, we've got you in here primarily. We will get back to this just if there's anything more to mention about the, uh, the heart test, the Shane Wong legacy heart test. But, um, uh, but if, if you need a better uh, recommendation of why you should do this on behalf of uh, the late Shane Wong, I, c I can resonate with being... I used to take, uh, when I was with Shane and I'd introduce him to some of my friends who were enamoured by him and uh, he didn't know him from a bar of soap and they, every one of them, to a man and a woman, said, what a man that is. He sounded, he looked, was genuinely interested in what we were talking about. He never, he engaged, he didn't say, shit, get me away from this. He, he was fantastic with them and that's... Every single one of them said, what a person. He, 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 he looked interested and he spoke to them and when they'd finished, he said, it's a pleasure. And so that's, that's why he was one of the reasons why he's a great person. I know we're waxing lyrical about it, but uh, why not? Yeah, no, you're exactly right because there's been so many people that have said exactly what you just said, that he was always so genuine and so honest 100% of the time and I always remember him saying to me, Never try and be someone you're not. And that's why I think everyone resonates with him because he was always honest. He was always himself. He was a larrikin like Australian people called him. And you, you, would, you knew what you saw in the media is, you know, he was always himself. Him. And so the media was always against him and tried to make him someone he wasn't a lot of the times. But he was always a father of three and just passionate about life. So just finally, before we recap on uh, why actually we are here, have you been overseas uh, to any uh, any extent to any of the games or have you been... Uh, have, you, have you heard, if you felt the love overseas at all? The yeah. Have you been over in the, last, uh, in the last couple of years over there? Yeah, I, me, the Brook and Summer. And yeah, me, Brook and Summer all went to England uh, last year on the holiday that was already booked and planned for and we thought we were a bit 50-50 with it. We were like, well, should we go? Is it the right thing to do? And then we all sort of were like, well, what would Dad want us to do? And we we're like, well, it's pretty obvious he would want us to be happy and, you know, yeah. do what we had organised and honour his memory and so that's what we did. And it was one of the best holidays ever and the support we got from England people because we went to the hundred, the hundred uh, London Spirit or the 100 Cricket. 
it's the new format over there and it was where they bowled 100 balls and he was captain and coach of oh sorry coach of one of the teams and we didn't get to go there in 2021 because of the covid lockdowns but when we went there in 2022 all of the players said mate you know he was unbelievable to work with and we there were minute of silences and photos and everything over in England and it's just the reception we got all around the world was awesome. Uncle Jace went to India and yep. there was memorable moments at the Rajasthan Royals. I know Brooke went to England as well and I think it was, I think it's where they play the second test. I think it was Old Trafford, I think. And she went there, just her and Alex, and she went up to one of the security guards and she said, look, this is going to sound really, really bizarre and you probably won't believe me but I don't know what else to do. I'm just going to say it. And he's like, okay, what is it? Are you okay? And she's like, well, my name's Brooke Warren and my dad's Shane Warren and he used to play here all the time and I was too young enough to, you know, get to see him play. Is there any chance you could just give me a tour of the Oval or show me some photos or memorabilia if, if there's some of him? Like, I'd be really grateful and appreciative if you could help me. And he's just started crying and said, of course I can. Uh, it would be my honour. I'm going to stop this soon. I, I'm... I don't not um, you make me emotional. <laughs> sorry, Seriously. Sammy. How, how, sorry. How bizarre is that? Yeah, um, and got his son. <laughs> that is ext- uh, oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, sorry, go on. Sammy. So they took him around. Yeah, and so the security guard took Brooke and took Alex around, and he was with him for I think maybe two or three hours, just showing him all around the oval and saying, "Look, this is you know this is what your dad used to do. I was actually a groundsman here and watched him play all the time and." It was just those type yeah, of people that dad actually could hit home to. Like, he hit home to everybody. And he was just, yeah, just a great man. Uh, well, um... <laughs> sorry, guys. No, no, sorry. I think you've, you've touched... Yeah. Not no, many people have brought so Sam Newman down to Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're going to say it again. Um, just going to recap... There's a um, the Boxing Day test is about uh, having your heart tested. The Shane Warne Legacy Heart Test... It'd be all available online and Google. If you can't follow what has been said here, well, you should go back to school and get a concentration uh, scholarship to work it out. Uh, we know it'll be a great success and uh, you'll be front and centre there at the Boxing Day yep. test and I hope you can cope with it all because you'll yeah. be... I'll have cameras in your face and why wouldn't they? And, mate, you should lap it up and you're a very fine... Yeah. Thank you, Sammy. Yeah, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be a great day with all the families going. I know my grandparents are going, uncles and aunties, like everybody I know is going, friends and family, so it's going to be and you'll all a have really... Your hats. We'll all have our floppy hats, we'll all have, all have our bucket hats and it's going to be a great day to celebrate a life of a great human. Now, I went to purchase one of those hats online <laughs> and yes. they are sold out. I know. Unfortunately, they've actually sold out twice and I think as of today, if you go onto the Legacy website... You can actually buy one for pre-order because the demand's been so high Incredible. that it's we, we were actually blown away by thinking we didn't really know if people were going to buy it or wear them, but it turns out everyone wants to honour yep. Dad and sort of what Neil Danaher does in the AFL with the blue beanies. We would love to do something like that during the summer with Dad's bucket hats and floppies. So, so get on the website and order yeah, it now so for yeah, end of so January maybe? Yeah, around delivery? yeah mid to late January, early Feb, I think, if you go onto the Shane One Legacy website now for pre-order. So Sue Stanley OAM is going to 
finish what I was trying to say. Sam's a bit too emotional at the moment. No, that's so okay. I apologise. <laughs> Sorry. Thank, him Thank you so much, Jason Jackson, for coming in. It was Jackson. absolutely, yeah, Jackson, Jackson Warren. Um, I think it's a great initiative what you're doing. Thank you so much for coming in too. You cannot be serious and bringing a tear to Sam Newman's eye, what a legend, and hope you and everyone else has a happy Christmas and everyone get down to the MCG and get tested. Awesome. And thank you guys. Thank you for having me and apologies for making you guys cry. Hopefully it was happy tears, but yeah, thank Very you for having me. It's, it's been great. Thank you. Just crazy about you